0: Hello, everybody. Welcome into Camel Call Friday, which is coming to you on a Wednesday because we've got championship week and it starts tonight. The Campbell Fighting Camels men's basketball team, they will start uh, their postseason journey tonight, 8 p.m. in Bojangles Coliseum as they will take on PC. The women get a first round by will start tomorrow on Thursday night they will also play at 8 against so Longwood. So get your
1: pillows and get your coffee ready, because yeah. those are late nights Yes, back-to-back. yes,
0: and again, I will remind everybody that it starts at eight technically, but there's a game at six beforehand. We know no games end in two hours and in college basketball. There's always an post-season. overtime game yeah.
1: in the tournament, and there's always yeah. a review and a long just, replay. Just started at
0: eight thirty. Make everybody feel better. Just started at eight thirty. Okay, here's the good news for you. All of these games will be on ESPN Plus, except the finals for the men. It will be on ESPN Two on Sunday. For the women, it will be on ESPN U. Also. We will be bringing you free audio coverage on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Network app. It'll be fun. Jay Sunhalter will be down there with me on the men's side. Wanda Watkins, the legend, on the women's side.
1: Well, and think about this: it's the final year you can watch conference tournaments on ESPN Plus. That's true. So, if you want your subscription, enjoy it yep. while you can, because next yep. year, CAA, and we'll get into Flow Sports and all that. But this is the Bojangles yep. Coliseum, and we've talked about this. They dressed it up really nice. It's with awesome. The lighting. It's where a the great bands event it looks like a legit tournament that yeah. we've been asking for for five years. Right.
0: It, it, it's it's great if you haven't been to it. This is your chance. This is the last chance, of course, as Evan mentioned, Campbell going into the CAA next year, which this will be really fun. CAA basketball tournament, both the men's and women's, they're different weeks, but in Washington, D.C., which will be really, really cool. But good basketball news as well, getting ready for the championship. But uh, on the women's side,
1: um, some great news with some postseason honors. Breaking news, folks. Christabella Zuma, first team all-conference. She was the best post player in the league. Her and Jessica Williams, mano-a-mano for best player. Brittany Staves, our senior who's coming back next year. Honorable mention, which is the third team. I don't know why they don't name it a third team all-conference. Yeah, Honorable mention kind of seems like a, oh, well, you just made the list. Well, um, as,
0: a, as a former, you know, I don't want to talk about myself too much on this, but as an honorable mention, all-district goalkeeper at Rockbridge High School in 1994. You saw the um, newspaper clippings from that. You know, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a big deal. I mean, honorable mention sounds a lot better than third team if you're, if you're named on it. So, so there you go. It's a big honor either way. But, but Can, I just want to point it out from the athlete's perspective.
1: Congrats to Britt. She's one of the 15 best players in the league. <laughs> and then Gianni Boone, part of the all-freshman team. Yeah. So Gigi, not the best conference season, but really good in the non-conference and honored for her body of work. Uh, as we expected, Gardner-Webb swept all of the awards. They also went undefeated, 18-0. and they're a behemoth at number one, but it's good to see Campbell get respect as the three seed.
0: Yeah, and and we touched on it last week over on the men's side. Ricky Clemens, our fifth-year senior from right up the road in Raleigh, he's getting second-team All-Conference. Second. We talked a lot. What? I know I voted him for first. Ken Palm. I know, I know. We talked a lot about oh. it about it last week, but for someone to go from a walk-on that didn't play really his first year and a half to what he has become steadying the ship here in the post Chris Clements no relations era it's great Stan Cole is going to have a story out on gocamels.com we're going to do a video over on the creative side as well on the social media so so look for it I think it's been nice because we've realized what he has done before he has gone and so he is being let known uh, from the fans, from the coaches, from the players, how much he is he he has meant to this. And he bleeds orange and black. Yeah.
1: He is Mr. Campbell. He's all about it. The school loves him. He loves the school. Okay, I gotta ask. Okay, who was the fifth player? Because they give you by vote total. Was was he close? Was he like the sixth or seventh player on the list? The,
0: the, the, I mean, they didn't give me the total vote total. They just said that he was in the he was in the second team. It's uh you know, and I tough. get record plays a part of it too, right? Like yeah. they
1: look at the seating, but. He's one of the best yeah. five players in the league.
0: There's no doubt. There's no doubt that, especially when you're thinking about all around. And boy, did he give his all last week. He is the. To, to tell you how close and how well Campbell played the men's side and went 0 2 last week, Campbell got the freshman of the week in Anthony Orso, and the player of the week in Ricky Clemens. And Campbell went 0 2. Two very, very close games. Of course, the Winthrop game was in overtime. Radford came down to free throws at the end. I don't think I have ever. They never give out. I, that I, award. I have ever. If you lose one game, you are usually not going to get player of the week awards. But the fact that Campbell, it's it's heartbreaking and it's also uplifting at the same time that Campbell played so well and lost in both games, but both players got player of the week, which gives you hope going into this Big South tournament. Campbell feels they can play with anybody um, in this league. I believe they can too. The road's tougher. They don't get a first round bye, so again, they're going to have to play Wednesday. Friday, Saturday, finals on on Sunday. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But again, this team, through all the injuries and through, you know, being up against it for for the last month, they are still playing. They are still playing hard. So it'll be interesting to see well, what. Let's happens.
1: turn back the clocks here to 2017. Let's do it. Christopher Columbus Clemens, sure, was a seven seed against yeah. Presbyterian, a ten seed. Now that game was here on campus. Right. We blew out Presbyterian. We go to Asheville, and I actually packed light for that trip. I was like, oh, we have Ohio State that weekend for baseball. Everyone did. We're playing Asheville, who's a number two seed. They're <laughs> yeah. really good. They were tied for the regular season. And then we go on to the finals and play Winthrop and had a close game at halftime. Yeah. It's not impossible. So pack heavy if you're going to Charlotte this weekend.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Campbell has done it before. And over on the women's side, they've, they've busted through. A lot of injuries as well. Of course, Shaituli, their leading scorer not being there. And, and here they are. Look, they finished third, they earned a, earned a bye, and they're right there in it. Tough teams ahead of them and Gardner-Webb and High Point. You would assume they would have to play both to win the title. But if anybody can do it, it's Ronnie Fisher and the crew.
1: His defense is amazing, right? Yeah. And they haven't been able to score a lot this year. The last Radford game, fatigue is a little of a factor, but he said even post game, hey, these next three days we're going to rest up, we're going to work on Longwood, Longwood presses like their hairs hairs are on fire. They come at you with eight different bodies, and you're only allowed five on the court. If they can break the press and not turn it over, they will blow out Longwood. And then that high point game is yeah. really interesting. Those teams always play each other close. So, like, like you said, it – you just never know.
0: Coming up in the last half of, of this podcast, we're going to have our, our previews with head coach Kevin McGeehan for the men, head coach Ronnie Fisher, and also head coach Scotty Sintes for wrestling because our wrestling team going for unprecedented, unless you're the baseball team, five straight conference tournament titles. They have to go up to App to get it. App has, App State has their best wrestling team that they have had in the last 10 years, so it will be certainly One, that will be tough, but good news as well. They came out, and they, I mean, the Wrestling Federation, came out with their rankings, and Campbell has seven in the top 30. Anthony Moulton, Dom Zaccone, Shannon Hanna, Troy Nation, Caleb Hopkins, Levi Hopkins, and Ty Gadali, and uh, all seven of those, meaning that if they don't get the automatic bids, there's one, two, sometimes three from the conference tournament, they've got a good chance to get at large. So it's looking like... If Campbell does what they should do this weekend, whether they win or not, they'll probably send five, six, maybe even seven again to the national tournament in a couple of weeks.
1: And that's the best part. You can get to a final and lose in a final. And if your weight class has multiple bids, you're right. You do have to like double-check the NCAA rankings because, hey, this weight class has three. This weight class will only have one. So you do have to read between the lines a little bit. But App State's really good. We're playing well. It, Are you going to that trip? Because that's always a neat day in in Boone. I know the schedules are tough.
0: Yeah, it it always comes on the weekend of the basketball tournament. So, again, it's on Saturday. Hopefully there will be one or two Campbell games playing on Saturday. But it's it's certainly a fun day. It's an all-day thing, and it's really, really fun. Hey, track and field one winter sports postseason already wrapped up. And our track and field team – headed by Virgil Givens. He was named the Big South Men's Coach of the Year. Both the men's and women's team finished second, but Campbell finished first in so much. Basically, High Point pours a lot of of money and effort and people. They have more bodies. Yeah, and so Campbell would get one, two in a lot of events, but High Point would get three, four, five, six, and they end up getting the the same amount of points. Um, Listen to these individual accolades. C.J. McBride. He was named the men's most outstanding performer and most valuable athlete. He placed first in the high jump, the triple jump, third place in the long jump. Chastity Pickett did better. She was the most valuable athlete. Yeah. She finished first in the 60 meters, the 60 meter hurdles, and the 200 meters. And Kaylee Elliott was named Women's Freshman of the Year. She earned points in the 4x400 relay, 60 meters, 60 meter hurdles. And 200 meters, it was just sensational. And school records were falling back and forth. Some that might have finished in the top three, but broke a school record. Just an incredible, incredible performance by our men's and women's indoor track team.
1: We won more medals than High Point. They just scored more yeah. team points. And and it's hard to explain to track yeah. people who don't know it. But
0: those sixth place finishes,
1: you add up enough. Up, fourth, yeah, fifth, sixth. We only have X amount of runners. They have Y amount right. of competitors. It. You know, this this reminds me of the Sasser Cup. We did better on average, they did better on cumulative. So yeah, that you know is I'm gonna view it as conference cup for won, the big south. Even though the big south will view it as high Sure,
0: won. sure. <laughs> so so we won in track and field. It's our final uh, year. Just, what are they to, do? just to let everybody know, we won. We're uh we are putting that out. Hey, on the Diamond, the, uh, the Campbell softball and baseball team uh, continue to roll. Softball winning everything, including a good win at UNCG, a tournament team for the last couple of years. Um, they lost to a top 15 ranked uh, Duke team, but getting back at it, they will be in town for five games as they host another tournament. Adding um, on this to the one, the Campbell invitation. Weekend, no doubt. No doubt. There is, there is a lot going on this weekend. Baseball. They will hit the road uh, coming up this weekend. They'll go to their Louisiana, Tulane, App State trip that brings them through spring break. But a trio of come-from-behind wins against oh, a pesky my. Butler so team. we had
1: talked about this coming into the weekend. Yeah. Could Campbell get over the hump and avoid right. being the, the favorite? And it got scary they there did. in all three games. But they pulled it out Sunday, which was an incredible. Drake Pearson, the game-tying yep. home run. Daylon Thompson, who's been on the bench all year, steps up and wins it. They weren't the prettiest wins, but right. You know, when you're six and one, you take it.
0: Right. They started one and six last year. Again, they got things right like they always do. This year, their best start in a long time. Six and one, and a series win after a team in Rutgers that's going to contend for a Big Ten title. And of course, at the time, eleventh ranked ECU that is in the top ten in a lot of polls. ECU took down. 20, top 25 ranked UNC, took them in two games uh, over the weekend. So so that magnifies, as we knew at the time, how big that is. ECU usually always ranked in the top 25. ECU thinks this is the best team of a lot of great teams they've had over the last 20 years. So, so that win just magnified.
1: One nugget that's neat, the NCAA puts out their stuff rankings, pitchers with the best spin rate, speed, velocity, sure. all the different metrics. ECU's number two in the country. Campbell's number seven. Yeah. So both pitching staffs are really good. You know, ERA, thats you can have one bad game early in the year and the yeah. ERA blows up. But in terms of effective pitching, Campbell's arms are really good. We've seen it all year. And I found a fun thing on Twitter this week, going to Louisiana to play ULL, the Raging Cajuns, in right. Tulane.
0: Who is a very good team, by the way. The, the, the University of Louisiana, very, very good baseball team. Both teams.
1: those teams could be in a regional. There's been the, the term go camels, like G-E-A-U-X ah, okay. camels this week. Sure. So if we dive into the Bayou spirit, we could say go camels, but more like a New Orleans twang to it.
0: Um, Campbell men's golf team at the Wolfpack Invitational, they took a one, two. Amadeus and Alejandro, sounds like it should be a, a food truck. It's a sensational on um, um, what they did as, uh, as the men's team really has been improving since this year has gone on. Our men's tennis team has won uh, six straight, and you'll be able to see them in the next week here uh, in the Creek. Uh, we just finished a stretch. Crossover is not over as we've laid out to you everything going on this week, but uh, 10 ESPN streams in 12 days. Shout out to the uh, wonderful crew um that does that and put it on there's an alarm because i've got another stream coming up and another uh, podcast to do in uh, just a just a couple of minutes but it's a wonderful time of year and again you know all of a sudden the winter season seems long and now you're like well in a week uh, our postseason will be finished at least from the conference tournament side of thing
1: hey it's possible four wins in five days let's get to march madness like, yep. we've been waiting for this for a long time i think we can do it just gotta get on gotta start with one
0: yeah and over on the women's side they get the buy so three wins in four days. So, um, yeah, all of it can be seen on ESPN+. plus Listen to on GoCamels.com. For Evan Budrovich, I'm Chris Haymeyer. Stay tuned. We've got our uh, previews of the conference tournaments from our three coaches, men's and women's basketball and wrestling, coming up next here on Camel Call Friday. Our championship week preview begins with a visit to Campbell Headman's basketball coach Kevin McGeehan. We start off by asking Kevin about Ricky Clemens, his fifth-year senior that has gone from walk-on to an all-conference player.
2: He's he's worked hard on the court. He's he's worked hard in the weight room. He's you know become a team leader, um, and it's it's a great story, you know because. You know, everybody comes in with different levels of expectations of their, what they think their college career is going to be, what they hope it can be, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, and then you have a guy who, you know, really, I'm sure he had a vision in his mind of how he wanted it to go, but that seemed far from reality when he stepped foot on campus and uh, he's made it happen. Um, hopefully he's gotten some good guidance along the way and some good coaching to help him but um, a lot of it has to do with his hard work and I'm just happy that he's been able to see some some reward for all his hard work and what makes him who he is is that he could care less about that he just wants us to go down there and play well in Charlotte and have a chance to win games Anthony Delorso. Freshman is freshman
0: of the year in the Big South, and there were a lot of good freshmen in the conference this year. What makes him so special and deserving of this award?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's really – he's a talented kid who has worked hard uh, to try to improve his game. You know, um, a lot of times freshmen come in and they sort of get their feet wet um, more and more nowadays – There's very little playing time available, usually to freshmen. Um, Because of our circumstances with, you know, people being in and out of the lineup, he got an opportunity, and he kind of never looked back. And I think what is so impressive is that he's continued to improve as the season's gone along. Um, You know, so he had a, a stretch where he seemed to, like, plateau a little bit. I think it was probably your typical freshman wall. And he just kind of pushed through it, um, playing his best basketball now, um, continuing to try to improve on the things that he, he knows he needs to. His on-the-ball defense and things like that are, are improving. Um, and he's so aware of his um, how his, his strengths and weaknesses fit with us and what he needs to get better at, so he's constantly you know he's hard on himself he wants to get it right um and sometimes that's the biggest uh differentiator among among players is just like the desire to get it right and to get better um and he's doing that in the middle of a season a lot of times you get through the freshman year and you've had a you know a nice freshman year and it's like boy that big jumps coming in their sophomore year because they have they now have a they have the landscape a little bit they have the blueprint and now they 're going to like really attack the summer and the weight room and skills and you know understanding and um, he 's done that mid mid year which is uh, impressive that doesn 't mean that he 's not going to have a great uh, off season heading into his sophomore year, but he 's done that throughout the season, which is really impressive.
0: You had to bring in a a lot of new guys this year because of, of what you had you you lost so much in your in your great senior class last year. You not only bring in the the freshman of the year but but I really thought impact transfers. Uh, Jason Sinani, Juan Reyna, they have been great uh, off the bench for you all day. Devin Dunn, who we really haven't seen a lot because he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries. He's an amazing sharpshooter. And Jay Powell, for my money, is, is one of the biggest impact transfers um, in the conference this year. It has to make you feel good that you brought in all these new pieces and they
2: contributed so much for you this year. For sure. I mean, you know, it was a different, like the game has changed. Um, good, bad doesn't, you know, it's just, it just is, you know, and we needed to go find guys that were going to help us. And I think we did that, um, but it gives me, you know, a lot of hope that we'll continue to be able to find good players, um, whether that's freshmen like Delhi or the J pals and, and, and Devin's et cetera of, of the world. So, you know, and and I think that's, That's part of um, college basketball as we know it now. It's part of Campbell basketball now. Um, And the key is going to be for us is to continue to find guys that are committed to being a part of what we're doing here and good guys to be around because, you know, it would be easy to just go find the best guy that's out there. Not not easy because they have to want to come to to your school, but – chemistry is a huge part of the whole thing and we have good chemistry in our group and I think that that has made it so that the transition for the new players has been that much smoother coach I I said it earlier in the
0: podcast about the fact that you guys have had to survive injuries not only to Jesus Carolero you only had him five games he's one of the most dynamic and stat stuffing players in the entire conference Uh, he'd probably be on a conference team right now but then the other guys going going in and out of the lineup you have navigated that and I feel you you all are playing your best ball of the year over these last couple of weeks I mean last week you lose two close games but you play so well that you get the freshman (laughs) and the player of the week in the conference it's Ricky Clemens again and 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 Delorso in the weekly awards that never happens you don't lose games and you guys do that what does that say about your team and, and your thoughts as you as you get ready for this tournament?
2: Uh, I mean I just think that we're we've continued to improve as the years gone along and, and um you know, we were we had the misfortune of having two tough road games the last week. Nobody else in the conference had that. Um we played either of those games at home. That probably we probably end up coming out with a win. Um but that's just the way it fall. That fell. So um you know, I think we, for a lot of different reasons, we are we are more battle-tested than we've been. Um, part of that's been personnel availability, um, timing. The rhythm of our season is just totally different than it's ever been because of, of those issues. Um, I do feel like we're playing really good basketball right now. And, um, and, and I hope that, and I believe, I really believe that our guys feel that they know that they're playing well and that, you know, uh, you know, one whistle going a different way or, or you know, a shot falling would, would would have been the difference in a couple situations down the stretch here that could have had us really feeling like we were seeing the results of how we were feeling about how we were playing. Um, and so we can't let that affect our, our mindset or, or anything. It's just, it's just, we just are where we are and we like our team. We know that what we're capable of and, you know, it still comes down to having to go beat Presbyterian. We have to go play well and beat Presbyterian, and they're going to be hungry. Um, nobody, everybody knows that at this time of year, a loss means you're done. Um, and so everybody's hungry, and we have to be ready to, you know, play well, and then, you know, we take it a, a day at a time. Uh, hopefully we're in Charlotte. I'm packed heavy. Um, I'm hoping we're in Charlotte all the way through Sunday. Me as well. That
0: is Campbell head coach Kevin McGinn. With Campbell head women's basketball coach Ronnie Fisher and coach, we'll talk a lot about what's coming up for you all in the tournament. But first, some some great news as you had some well deserving players named to the All Conference team. Tell us about uh, your crew and 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 what they were able to gather postseason award wise.
3: Yeah, I was really uh, uh, it was awesome to see uh, the the kids that we had that made the All Conference team and the accolades they had and any award we have is a team award. Uh, but first of all, you had Brittany, who made honorable mention all-conference, and, and uh, that's really third-team all-conference, and really proud of that. And then to see Gigi make the all-freshman team and uh, one of the top five freshmen in the league, and really, really pleased with that, and, and uh, just look forward to seeing her growth in this tournament and in the next three years. Uh, and then um, having C.B. make that first-team all-conference was really big. Uh, she really deserved it. Uh, she's been such a defensive force for us, one of the leaders in the country in block shots. And then her efficiency in the paint, shooting, I think, 58% from the floor, just really a remarkable season and how she stepped up into a role that she'd never had before. So really proud of them. And then I don't know if it's most importantly, but uh, to have a third straight um, uh, academic award uh for the, for our conference, Brittany Staves steps in, and the scholar-athlete of the year is just really phenomenal. And uh, on the hills of Lauren Mack and Taya, and to get that three years in a row as we leave the conference is something I'm really proud of. And uh, when we recruit, we talk about being a, a great student and a great basketball player, and it, it's really uh, I really love it that our players take that to heart and have done that congratulations on that and,
0: and congratulations on a a third seed that you earned to the conference tournament you lost your best player you lost your leading score and in, in shy too we didn't have her for for any of the conference what sense of accomplishment is it for you and this
3: team to battle through all that and still finish in the top three yeah I think every year um that I've coached, no matter what our record, it's, it's really the word. I had an old coach that uh, we used to talk about all the time. The word is perseverance. And persevering through adversity, uh, it doesn't matter your record. Every team faces adversity every year. And I'm really proud of this team. We've really you used the word battled. We've really battled. And, and uh, we've persevered uh, when it, uh, it was tough. And our team is stuck together, and I, th- I think we're heading into the tournament with great unity amongst our team and-, and really, really proud of that. And now we just have to take a step forward and, and uh, really finish strong in this tournament, which we're really looking forward to.
0: You've earned a first round bye, so your first game will be against the uh, Longwood Lancers. Last year's uh, uh, champions um, as the Lancers go. This year they're a different team, but still a tough team. What's
3: the game plan going into this one against them? Yeah, they are a tough team. Uh, And, you know, we we have to do – we have to play well on both ends of the floor. They really try to turn you over and pressure you and – when you handle their pressure, you get really good shots, uh, but you can't turn it over. If you, your turnovers lead to their layups and threes on the other end. So us taking care of the ball on offense and getting a good shot every time down the court, showing a little poise under pressure, uh, that's, the, that's the game plan on the offensive side. And then defensively, um, they're really uh, a driving team. They really drive the basketball. They've got really good guards and a, a good post player as well. Uh, but we have to guard it well and play team defense. And uh, they, they beat people by going to the free throw line and getting layups. And we've got to keep them from getting those things. And then when that shot goes, it's got to be a battle to, to, to win the, the battle of the boards. And uh, we feel like we can do a good job of that. And if we do, we we'll feel really good about the game. You have uh, been in a lot of conference
0: tournaments, a lot of Big South Conference tournament. You've won a lot of games in the Big South Conference tournament. What has been your key to, to navigating this gauntlet and, and always getting wins
3: and advancing on this week? Yeah, I think that our key um, has been that we don't do anything differently than we do for a regular season game. And we put a whole lot into every regular season game um, – uh, we treat every game like a championship. So our preparation for Longwood uh, and then the next and the next will be no different than it is on a daily basis. It's not like we prepare special uh, for the tournament. And I think that consistency throughout the year gives us consistency going into the tournament. And, and uh, then I, I also think like our commitment to the defensive end has allowed us in the tournaments to, to maybe have a subpar offensive game and still get a win – and then when the offense clicks, you know, you, you, you win the next one, you get to that finals. And, and uh, so I think the consistency of our preparation has been good kind of throughout. And we're just going to try to continue what we do on that. That's Campbell head coach Ronnie Fisher.
0: With Campbell head wrestling coach Scotty Sintez and coach, you have won the SOCON conference tournament four straight years. Before we get into going on to the next, I want to take a minute to hear your reflections on when you look back at what has been an incredible four-year run for you.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's been great. Each year has been different with, with their own challenges. Um, obviously, uh, doing it each and every year, uh, there, there's an added level of, of pressure, right? Pressure doesn't exist, but there's always a, an added level of that. Um, what's nice is, is not having won the regular season. I think it takes some of that pressure off to the guys. Uh, you know, last season we didn't win the regular season, and I think that helped catapult us and really drove us to win another, you know, conference tournament title. So, um, you know, we're just looking forward to doing that again.
0: Of course, one of the bigger challenges is, but you're probably going to tell me you feed off it, it has been at App State on their, on their home floor for what seems like half a decade now, Um You guys have to go up there, and you usually come out with a trophy. What is it like in that atmosphere at your biggest rival's place?
4: I mean, it's great. I mean, you have to go through adversity to to get on the stand, to be a national champ, All-American. So, um, you know, being able to go there and and, and sort of be the bad guys, uh, I think our guys feed off that. And I think we've had a schedule this year that's prepared those guys to go up, uh, maybe not be the the favorites in the house, and uh, be able to kind of grit their teeth and grind through it.
0: You were on a seven-game win streak, of course, um, doing what you did again, putting together a, a fabulous regular season. Tell me about your guys and where they're at now, and and why you're happy about them.
4: Yeah, I mean the the guys have uh, just been working hard and and figuring out areas they have to improve, and they've been spending a lot of their their own time there. You know, we you know we're really just focused now on just tightening up a couple of those little things. Right, we we can't change everything we're doing and. And I feel like our guys have, have really uh, taken upon themselves to, to put the extra time in um, from just our, our last duel to where we're at now. I mean, um, they, they fixed a lot of those little problems, and I think that's what it's about at this point in the year.
0: What are you looking for from your guys as a team? How do you go into something that's such an individual sport and say, hey, if we can get this all together, we can come out with our fifth straight conference tournament championship?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it would be huge. I mean, right now we're tied in lead, leading the country with NC State and the most uh, NCAA conference uh, titles in a row. And so we win this and NC State loses, then we're sitting here with the most. So for us, that's a huge opportunity. Why not try to, to, to make history? Uh, we have four number one seeds, and, uh, you know, we're going to need guys to wrestle above their seeds. Those guys that, that are the number ones, they've got to take care of business, and the guys that aren't, hey, it's just a number next to your name. Go, go, go take somebody else's number, right? And, uh, and so for us, it's just, you know, getting after it each and every match, scoring those bonus points when it counts because I think, you know, it, it could be that half a point that, that, that makes or breaks you.
0: And finally, Coach, I know you have your eye on the conference tournament, but you're also thinking about getting guys to the NCAA tournament. What is your outlook right now? You have been a, a program that puts five, six, even seven to the NCAA tournament. How many do you think you can get in there this year?
4: Yeah, I mean, we'll go for all ten. Why not, right? Uh, you know, I got, we got a lot of good guys. Uh, on paper, four number one seeds go. Um, I would say if you're going just by uh, paper, you know, we should bring at least five. Um, but we're capable of, of, of bringing a full lineup. You know, I'm not going to count any of my guys out. I'm never going to bet against my own guy. So uh, why not? Let's swing for fun.
0: That's Campbell Head Wrestling Coach Scotty Sintas.